This is Everybody's Talking with Layla. And thanks for joining me for this week's episode of Everybody's Talking with Layla. If you're new to this podcast, this is the show where I dive into the stories that are taking up the majority of your social media conversations, the stories we can't get enough of. And since we are days away from Mother's Day, I thought we'd focus on moms in this week's episode. The first mother we're talking about just had a new baby, another mother getting backlash for saying, I'm not getting enough attention. And finally, a sweet deal for you moms who need a little break on Mother's Day and want to get a babysitter without covering the tab. Mm -hmm. Stick around for that. First up, there's a new royal in town and his name is Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor. Yes, little Archie. (laughs) He's so cute from what we could see because we only got a glimpse. He's the son of the Duke and Duchess of Sussex, Prince Harry and Meghan Markle, their firstborn son. By the way, haven't they had the best year ever? They got married last May. We're almost a year into the marriage and they already got their cute little baby. Little Archie was born Monday, May 6th. He weighed in at seven pounds, three ounces. The Sussex Royal Instagram account announced, it's a boy. (laughs) And then shortly after that, we saw a video of Prince Harry doing sort of like an impromptu news conference with the press telling them, oh, my God, he's, you know, he's here and we're so happy and everything's great. And women, their bodies do amazing things. I'm paraphrasing, but he was just in awe of what just went down in the delivery room, apparently. And we didn't see Meghan right away. Normally, if you think back to when Kate Middleton had her three with Prince William and when Diana had her kids, Hours after they have the baby, what do they do? They walk on the steps, almost at the porch, the steps of the hospital, and they present the baby to the world. And everybody at home is thinking, who does that in real life? Who has a baby and then goes and stands on the steps of a hospital posing for cameras with lipstick on and the hair blowing in the wind like nothing happened? No one. That's not real life. But it's the royal way. So, you know, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry have been doing things their own way since... They got together, so why not now? They decided to spend some time one-on-one with their baby and then do the whole pomp and circumstance. Here's our baby. Everybody sees the baby. Here's the child's name. Well, we didn't know his name right away because they had to run it by the queen. But when we first saw baby Archie on Wednesday, um, Megan and Harry had a little intimate news conference, and we just knew him still as baby Sussex. But um, they presented him to the press, and Megan told the press, It's magic. It's pretty amazing. I have the two best guys in the world, so I'm really happy. She looked beautiful, by the way. She still had her baby bump, like most people do after they have a kid. She wore a sleeveless white trench dress. It was belted above the waist by designer Grace Wells Bonner. She had on her nude Manolo Blahnik heels, which no one wants to wear after having a baby two days ago, but she did. She looked great. Had her hair down. Harry was just grinning from ear to ear. He was holding the little baby. It was sweet. It was a sweet moment. And initially they were supposed to only talk to the press for like three questions, I think was the plan. You, that you get three questions and like 10 seconds of pictures and then everybody leave them alone. But Megan and Harry have been very gracious. And so they spent three minutes talking with the press. So um, during that time, she also announced that they had to go see Her Royal Highness, the Queen, and then we found out the name after that. So when this picture emerged, it was beautiful. It was Megan introducing the baby to Her Royal Highness, Queen Elizabeth, Her Majesty. 
uh, Prince Philip was there, and they also was Meghan Markle's mom, Daria Raglan, who is over there helping her daughter. I know she's happy to have her mom there. Apparently, she's going to stick around through Mother's Day. So that's a sweet present for Daria Raglan and for Meghan Markle in her first Mother's Day. So we get the name. The name comes out. And we find out that his name is going to be um, Little Archie. <laughs> Not Little Archie, <laughs> but, you know, Archie Harrison Mountbatten Windsor, that long name. Archie does not have a royal connection. There's no British connection to the royal family with that name. Neither Harrison, although Harrison meaning son of Harry. Apparently, this is just a name that these two like. They like Archie. You know who else likes Archie? Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler's son, by the way, is named Archie, but he's he's 10, so he already had that name. But I think now it's probably going to be popular, right? A bunch of Archies running around. It's a cute name. At first, I was like, who? Who? But I like it now. It's kind of sticking with me. Baby Archie. And they decided, Megan and Harry, not to give him a courtesy title. Because his dad is a prince. He could have a courtesy title. And his dad's also a duke. Um, but they decided not to. And according to BBC News, as the firstborn son of a duke, Archie could have been Archie, Earl of Dunbarton. Or he could have been Lord Archie. But he will simply be called Master Archie D- Mountbatten Windsor. <laughs> I love it. I'm obsessed with the royal family. Every time Princess Diaries comes on, I am glued like that to the TV. Like that really happens over there. I just think that I think in a former life I was royal, or I was the court jester, one or the other. But I was over there in that house, somebody's house, and living my best royal life. I think I was actually like a princess. Anyway, <laughs> let me imagine as I live vicariously through, through Megan and her new life. So there you have it. And by the way, when, when Megan and Harry presented baby Archie to the press, people were speculating, oh, they, they wanted to be inside. They did things different. Well, they went inside because it was raining that day, right? You want to be outside on the, the front steps of, you know, Windsor Castle in the rain with baby. They went inside. And then they took that picture, or all the pictures, in, you know, inside of St. George's Hall. So it was beautiful. And it was very intimate. Like I said, they had a couple of photographers, one reporter, three video cameras. It was very intimate, sweet little news conference. They looked very happy. And then they went on about their business and, to meet the queen and announce the name. By the way, if you're wondering about the last name, so this hit me when they announced Mountbatten Windsor. I'm like, who is that? That's their name. That's the royal family name. Even though we just call them Queen Elizabeth and, you know, Prince William, Prince Harry, Prince Philip. Mountbatten Windsor is the royal family name. It was the surname created in 1960 where it combined the surnames of Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip when they married. So that's where the last name comes from and it's hyphenated. Um, There was a little backlash, not for the family, but for this. um, And I don't even like bringing up the negative because it's such a beautiful story that our our American girl, Megan, is over there living this great royal life and has her mama over there with her. It's great. But there was just this radio host and and, uh, a British radio host who worked for BBC's Five Live who's making headlines. So I'm going to bring it up because he's also trending on social media. His name's Danny Baker and he is no longer employed. He was fired Thursday because he compared baby Archie to a baby chimpanzee. Now he played ignorant, but you can't play ignorant knowing that Meghan Markle is biracial. Her mother's black and knowing there is a deep rooted 
long, painful history with comparing black people to monkeys and apes. Goes back to slavery days and propaganda and dehumanizing black people. So you cannot compare her baby, her mixed race baby, the first in a long time in the royal family of a mixed race, to a chimpanzee and say, I didn't know. Here's the backstory. So this guy tweeted the picture when they were announcing baby Archie to the world, when they were having that photo call with the press on Wednesday. We're seeing him for the first time, and this tweet comes out. He deleted the tweet, and in the picture it shared, by the way, a black and white photo of a couple with a young chimpanzee dressed up. You know what the caption said? Royal baby leaves hospital. Well, you can't say people misinterpreted it. They, they interpreted what you tweeted. You didn't say anything but royal baby leaves hospital. You have a little baby who is now a chimpanzee. Very hurtful and very ignorant. He apologized. One of those non-apologies, by the way, those, well, y'all misunderstood me. Let me explain. But I deleted it. It was that kind of apology. The apologies that never say sorry for any pain I caused, they just go into, but I can explain. Those are the worst apologies. But he apologized and tweeted, quote, it was supposed to be a joke about royals versus circus animals in posh clothes, but interpreted as about monkeys and race, so rightly deleted. Royal watching, not my forte. Well, now he's still on Twitter explaining himself because the, the job let him go. BBC's Five Live said bye. He doesn't work here anymore. And he's upset about that. Anyway, we're not giving him any more attention. We're just going to say congrats to the royals. Congrats to Meghan Markle and Prince Harry and cute little baby Archie. Oh, I'm loving this. I can't wait to see how he looks and grows and develops and all the cool things they do. And as a cute little royal family, I'm living for them right now. And I told, listen, Meghan, Harry, your royal highnesses, if y'all need a nanny, Listen, I will pack up everything I got in the US, U.S. of A and come on over across the pond. I have zero nannying experience, but Archie and I will figure it out together. <laughs> and I'm for real. So congrats. Let's talk about our next mom making headlines and trending. And that is Aisha Curry. Now, most people came to know Aisha Curry through her husband because she's the wife of Steph Curry, NBA champion, Golden State Warriors. Um, and, and I came to know her when she had her YouTube, she started her YouTube, uh, series, just cooking with the family. It was really cute making these meals and she might still do. It, I don't even know. Cause she's had her own t- you know, food network show since then and other stuff on TV. She's also a cover girl uh, for cover girl cosmetics. She has a cookbook that she created with some great meals in there. So we met her though, as Steph Curry's wife. Anyway, she's getting backlash after revealing an insecurity, social media, Trolls attacking her because of it. This all started on Monday and she was on Red Table Talk. Now, if you don't know what Red Table Talk is, it is Jada Pinkett Smith's Facebook show. And it is Jada, her daughter Willow, and then her mother, and they interview celebrities. And celebrities tell Jada all the good stuff because she's also a fellow celebrity, right? So the show was great. So this was a conversation between the Smiths and the Currys about, you know, them being in these high-profile families and these high-profile marriages. You know, your husband's an NBA star. And then Jada's case, her husband's also a successful actor being Will Smith. Well, during her interview with Jada Pinkett Smith on the show, she discussed, Aisha Curry discussed the challenges of being married to Steph. She talked about the women who 
just want a chance. They just want to find one moment to get their shot with her husband. They smile in his face. They approach him even when she's around. She says, Steph's so nice and naive. He thinks people are just being nice and he speaks. But she says, I see what's going on. I can't stand these groupies. I'm paraphrasing, but that's pretty much what she said. Then she discussed how she feels sort of insecure. She said, quote, there are all these women throwing themselves at Steph, but me, the past 10 years, I don't have any of that. I have zero male attention. And then she goes on to say, I don't want it, but it would be nice to know someone's looking. Oh, honey, those Twitter trolls went to town on her. Uh, People accuse Aisha Curry of having the pick me syndrome. Like, look at me. Everybody look at me. It's all about me. Um, They said she's also seeking a man's validation. If you watch it, and please go and watch it so you can put it in context and see what she's talking about. I watched it, rewatched it again. And I'm like, I didn't get that from her. I get that she's like most people, man, woman, whatever, you know, relationship. Sometimes you're just, you know, going through the years and you're thinking, you know, wow, did I kind of lose my touch? Or do I still got it? I mean, I don't know if that's okay to feel that way if you're married, because I haven't been married, but I'm sure she's not the only one who's felt that way. Again, she said she doesn't want the attention. It's just nice to know that people are taking a peek and smiling and kind of looking at you, you know, when you're walking by. And we aren't in her shoes being in this really high profile marriage where everybody is literally throwing themselves at her husband. So that's what that's what her point was. But it wasn't well received overall with Twitter. And because people just love to let's just be honest, they just love to attack Aisha Curry on social media for whatever reason. I'll give you some backstory in a second about why they come for Aisha Curry. But I try to put it in context. I was thinking when I when I was in the gym and this happens all the time, you're in the gym and people are looking around trying to see who's looking at them. 90% of them are married. You know how that's, that goes down in the gym. You'll see somebody over there lifting weights. He got on his ring or not, grunting, making all that noise, dropping weights. And you're looking, I'm looking to think, thinking, you know, sir, can you stop dropping weights and then take them back over to the rack? Because it says re-rack the weights when you're done. Stop dropping weights because the sign says stop dropping weights. You're interrupting my peacefulness in the gym. Side note random rant over you get my point but that person might be taking your ass oh she's checking me out let me stand up taller and flex my muscles for this lady as I walk by and then say are you using that machine right now can I work my way into that workout (laughs) honey if you don't go to the gym that's how the conversations go you better go to the gym with your husband you better get that membership and see what's going on (laughs) A lot of unnecessary conversations in the gym. My point being, not that everybody who's wearing a ring and and dropping weights and making sure you're looking at them and smiling at you and and making small talk, not that they want to try anything. It's just, I think for some people, they're just happy that somebody's still checking them out. That's what she was saying. I gave a really random analogy, but you get the point. But that really does happen in the gym if you haven't been. Just side note, go check it out. And they do. Steph and Aisha, they have three kids. They've been married like like eight or nine years. By the way, if you don't know the backstory, they met when they were kids in church and they didn't like each other then. Then later on in life, like college time frame, they reconnected and then they went on and got married, rode off to the sunset and he has this great life and great career. So she didn't just, she wasn't some random girl who showed up and met him while he was in the NBA. Aisha Curry's been around for a while with, with Steph. So that's what she said on the show. People came after her and said she needs validation. She has this pick me syndrome. She did respond on social media. Before I get to her response, let me give you the backstory with the, with the Twitter trolls and Aisha Curry. 
Back in 2015, she was dragged on Twitter when she tweeted about how people are dressing. She says, everyone's into barely wearing clothes these days, huh? Not my style. I like to keep the good stuff covered up for the one who matters. Honey, <laughs> that, that mess went on for like months. I think people were mad at her saying that she was trying to shame other women and who cares and why do you care how people are dressed and you're being holier than thou. So people come after Aisha Curry whenever she says, I think anything, they're just looking for a reason. Leave her alone, y'all. She did respond on her Instagram page. She also pointed out that it is Mental Health Awareness Month. And she said, quote, I am human. It brings me pure joy to speak my mind, be vulnerable at times, and to know myself inside and out. If what I'm not afraid to say out loud about being a 30-year-old mama of three helps another woman like me feel like they're not alone and not the only ones with an insecurity, then that makes all of this hoopla worth it. So she's like, listen, I said what I said. I meant what I said. No harm, no foul. And so leave her alone. Let Aisha Curry do her thing. Stop attacking her. <laughs> and the final story is about all of you mamas who need a break. Really, I have a deal for you. If you want to hire a babysitter and not be a mama on Mother's Day and just have a break, you know, because I think for some moms, Mother's Day is like every other day, except for that morning you wake up, you get your cards, you get your gifts and your flowers, your kids make you something really random in the kitchen, you pretend like it's good, you eat it, and then you go about being a mom the rest of the day. There's no real break, right? For most people. Um, It made me think about a post a friend of mine shared really quickly. She, her daughter made her breakfast in bed. It was a piece of bread, peanut butter, and tomatoes. She said, oh, she was getting sick eating it. But y'all, mothers do that. They, they want their kids to feel like they did something great. And they're, oh, sweetie, this sandwich is so yummy. No, it's not. It was terrible. But she was being a good mama and didn't want her daughter to feel bad about that horrible sandwich. So back to this deal for all you moms out there. You get the chance to have a break courtesy of Kraft. Kraft to the rescue. Kraft, the maker of that box macaroni and cheese. And the message from Kraft, this Mother's Day, do a little less mothering. Okay, Kraft, okay, you're going to give me my little box macaroni and cheese for free? Kraft said, no, 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 I have something better. How about $100? Kraft will cover up to $100 of your babysitter bill. That is Kraft's Mother's Day treat to moms. The details are on craftmothersdayaway.com. Again, the website is craftmothersdayaway.com, Kraft with a K, obviously. You can upload the receipts. You have to have a receipt from the babysitter showing that you actually hired somebody and here's the tab. Upload the receipt to that website that I just gave you and Kraft will pay you back. The offer ends not this Sunday on Mother's Day, ends May 19th. So you have some time to get this deal or while funds remain. How many funds are available? Well, Kraft has a $50,000 total allotment. So they're reimbursing up to $50,000. So that could be a minimum of what, 500 moms? Or it could be if your babysitting bill's not $100 and it's 20 bucks, that allows for some other moms to get in on the deal. How much is it for a babysitter these days? You're going out to dinner. Is it $100? So I feel like when I was younger, you watched the neighbor's kids for $25 if you're lucky. <laughs> and those kids were bad. Oh, excuse me, those kids were rambunctious. <laughs> jumping off the walls, swinging from the ceiling fans for $25 for all three. Anyway, um, 
but a hundred bucks is nice. That's generous. And I don't know if that means you want to be out for four hours. What can you get for a hundred bucks? Is that three hours of babysitting time? I don't know, but that's enough time to go have dinner without the kids. Sounds like a win-win to me. So again, the website is craftmothersdayaway.com. They will, they do have rules on there. So it's one request per person, per email or per household address. It's also six to eight weeks before the money is reimbursed. And you must live in the U.S. You must be at least 18 years old, all that stuff. And it's on the website. Uh, So hopefully somebody out there listening will cash in on that deal. And by the way, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. My mother, the grandmothers out there, all of my friends um, who are mothers, all of you who are listening who are mothers, have a very lovely, hopefully relaxing Mother's Day this Sunday. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, Everybody's Talking with Layla. You can find me on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play. Make sure you follow me on social media. That's Facebook and Instagram at Layla Muhammad TV and on Twitter at Layla Muhammad Love catching up with you guys. So make sure you're hitting me up on social media and weighing in. Have a great week.